0: A tree is thrown by the wind, fungus sets in, turning the cellulose and lignin soft, then softer, and finally, softest, rich soil for the next generation of trees. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. I tend to fall asleep especially fast on the first night of any multi-night wilderness trip. One part relief from finally starting the trip after so much time of gear, route, and meal preparation combines with two parts exhaustion from using my muscles in forgotten ways from that first day of paddling or hiking. The first night of a full-week canoe trip I took in early May a couple years ago was no exception, but for my excitement about hearing my favorite mid-spring bird call as I closed my eyes to sleep. The common nighthawk. My paddling partner and I had started the day canoeing through a meandering, shallow stream, feeling confident we hadn't forgotten anything critical, and appreciating the suddenly slower pace of life that was most welcome after a flurry of preparations that had overshadowed daily life for the previous several weeks. The stream later widened and had us navigating our first whitewater of the season, mostly low-consequence shoots over short ledges that helped us remember our paddling skills after a long winter off the water. In the afternoon, the river dumped us out into a wide lake, only a small portion of which we had to cover to reach our campsite for the night. Sleeping tent and additional screen shelter set up in the whipping wind, we prepared and ate a simple supper and turned in at dusk. From high in the sky over the lake came the short, buzzy calls of the first Nighthawks of the year. While this sound is a bit reminiscent of the American woodcock, which we were hearing more of about a month ago, the nighthawk's call comes from high above later in the spring, while the woodcock's nasal peent comes from the ground in early spring. Here's the woodcock. And here's the nighthawk again. Common nighthawks are part of the nightjar family, which includes whippoorwills. Birds in this family are all a bit strange looking, with flat heads, stunted bills, short necks, big eyes, and feathery whiskers, a generally mousy appearance. If that creeps you out a little bit, don't worry, as these birds are rare to see up close and usually best identified by sound. I almost always hear nighthawks before I see them, especially over water or fields where they can catch insects on the wing, In addition to their distinctive calls, they are fairly easy to identify from far away. When flying, the bend in the center of each wing is obvious, almost as obvious as the thick white patch just to the outside of that bend on each wing. Their behavior is also unique. They migrate in large flocks, looping and fluttering like bats in search of flying insects at dawn and dusk. So the next time you're outside at dawn or dusk, look up and listen for flocks of returning nighthawks. These long-distance migrants, which may have spent the winter somewhere between Mexico and Argentina, are one of our last migrating birds to return in the spring, so they are a clear reminder that summer is near. Thanks to Al from Wynn, Maine for suggesting the topic of today's episode. If you would like to learn about a seasonally relevant topic or species on our show, let us know. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Woodcock Sound was recorded by Lang Elliott. Theme music was by A Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.